0: welcome everyone to ps create channel this week we will be having our first interview on our episode and it will be with someone very special and close to my heart so we will start off with the recap of our last episode if you haven't heard it yet please tune in and the last episode was about passion what is your passion um passion to me is a very strong feeling towards someone or something, whether it be with love, career, sadness, anger. It's just a strong feeling towards something. Um, With that, how you can find or, you know, really dig deep within about your passion is, one, passion begins with realizing what you're complaining about, what you're dwelling on. Realize what that is. Flip it around. Switch around into something positive. You know, if you're complaining about something, then fix it. If you're dwelling on something fix it let it go that is where it all starts with because you do not want to start your passion with something that is very negative so realize what you're complaining and dwelling on two are you letting someone else determine your happiness meaning you know when your day starts are you making someone be in control of how your day starts you really need to dig deep down inside and realize that the happiness is actually in your control Number three is what makes you happy. Be raw with this. Figure it out. What really makes your soul calm, at ease. What makes you happy. What makes you, you know, wanna do what it's worth. Four, what is your why? And you know, you can listen to that episode and kind of go into the details of what your why is. Basically, it's a foundation of your passion. Whatever it is that you know that that fuels you. What is your why? five is how bad do you want this and this kind of ties into number four with the what is your why so how bad do you want this how bad are you gonna push for this do you want it as bad as you know breathing like sometimes it could be going that far into what you know what is your why and how bad you want it six what do you have to be what do you have to do to be happy and so this is kind of tying into our law of attraction episode of talking about vision boards and so what do you have to do to be happy create steps whether it be mini steps towards your goals or whether it be big steps towards your goals it all depends on how passionate you are how bad you want it how determined you are to get this done and how bad um or what is your timeline for any of your goals so um, please tune into our previous episode about passion if you do want to learn more about that from my personal tips and tricks. And um, going now into this episode with our our interviewee, um, this may be a sensitive topic for some individuals, but it is inspiration for those who are actually scared of being true to who they really are. Um, before we start, I did want to state that with every episode. I do create a safe environment for you to be within for no judgment. So this episode, again, will be our first interview. Welcoming to PS Create channel, we have Kelly E. Castellano, yes, also known as my younger brother. The reason why we are bringing him on this episode today is to show those who are afraid that being afraid is not your only choice. Now, he grew up with a loving and supportive family. But with personal insecurities and social norms, we um, he held back being true to who he really is for quite some time, and we'll go into that throughout the interview. Um, so my brother is bisexual. Yes, he is bisexual. Bisexual is being sexually attracted to non-exclusively to sorry, it's attracted to not exclusively to people of one particular gender but attracted to both men and women. Okay? So, with that being said, we will move forward with our Q&A interview with Kelly after this quick 30-second sponsorship, again with our sponsor, Brandless. Welcome back, everyone, from our 30-second commercial with our sponsor, Brandless. Um, So we are going to start our Q&A with Kelly E. Before we start, again, I would like to apologize. I am still at home, so I do still have chickens crowing in the background. So just don't mind them, right? So we are now going to start our interview with Kelly E. Castellano, who is my brother. And I'm very proud to say that he is bisexual. Hello, hello. (laughs) Okay, so our first question, when and how did you know you're both into men and women?
1: well I knew I was into both men and women probably during elementary time I just thought that other men were attractive based on their physical features that would catch my eye as well as women
0: nice okay so um, you know I'm glad that you're on the show and you're actually talking about you know something that's very sensitive to society at the moment um, a lot of people are coming out and they are very comfortable with this but they are there is a lot of other people out there who are afraid to come out and say you know that they are attracted to both men and women and you know it's a good thing that you found this out early on in life because then you could um you know learn how to go about your feelings and how to come about it um it was you know i'm very sorry that you had to go through this for such a long time but you know with you being on the show you are probably going to be helping a lot of people out there who are you know trying to come through with this feeling and try to understand what's going on and you know they may not have experienced how to come out of being bisexual at such an early age you know like you at elementary but you know they may be coming out now and i'm really glad that you are being such a brave individual and coming out to everyone on my podcast ps create channel thank you yeah um, Okay, so question number two. What was going through your head at the time? Did you think it was normal or did you think you were doing something, you know, wrong?
1: Well, at the time in my head, um, I was really, really scared and probably confused as well because I didn't really know how to go about that because I thought I was doing something wrong as... um i knew that guys were supposed to be with girls and vice versa
0: okay so early on you did think that guys were supposed to be with girls and girls supposed to be with guys and so you thought it was something wrong correct Correct. okay all right so number three question number three with you saying um you know you were doing something wrong was this because of family members stating comments or was it like a social norm
1: I would say it would be a social norm because a lot of people um have their own their own opinions where they would be very judgmental and say that guys are supposed to be girls during that young age, and
0: yeah, okay, no, that's good, okay, so social norm um coming at it from a state of you know like I guess like watching commercials. And seeing, you know, in movies like Love Stories that it was always a guy and a girl and a girl and a guy. It was never watching a movie for society to put out there that guys are okay to be with guys and girls are okay to be with girls. And so, um, you know, I can definitely see you being afraid or seeing that something was wrong just because, you know, how society wants to put it out there. You know, it's it wasn't a very comfortable time i guess for our generation to be out there and you know be with both men and women
1: um because everyone that type of stuff was frowned upon yeah by the older generations
0: yes exactly you know it wasn't it wasn't praised about as or it wasn't as comfortable as our generation right now to come out and you know be like that so i can definitely understand where you're coming from of looking at it from a social norm state of state of mind um okay so and then coming from that question so number four social norm to you is what exactly is you know could you give us some examples of social norms that you went through that could actually give us an example of it being wrong in your eyes
1: i guess the biggest social norm would be from a religious point of view because a lot of people would say that god doesn't accept um, lbgt type of people mm-hmm. and that love and relationships are supposed to be heterosexual meaning male and female or vice versa and my personality at that time during elementary give it away to some classmates or people um, that they would start bullying based on the phrase that God doesn't like gay people which then led me to believe that it was something wrong of me and to not tell my parents and my family.
0: Okay, so it all started in school then, in elementary? Yes. Okay, so your personality actually gave it away? Correct. I what was just saying, okay. So, I mean, you know, kids are mean in general. Like, they you know, their are Yeah, I mean, it's that's... There's nothing wrong with that because you know, kids tell the truth, and, you know, they, they're not knowledgeable of what else there is outside of the world, and, you know, outside of what their parents teach them, outside of what they're watching on TV, outside of what they're hearing on the radio, so, you know, they're really not knowledgeable of other perspectives that they could be viewing or even learning, so, you know, um, kids at that age, I can see, you know, them being a bully in that sense, but, um... For them to say, you know, God doesn't like gay people, like, that's that's really a big thing to kind of put in perspective when you are actually confused about, you know, what's going on in your head, you know, like, should I like girls or should I like guys? Like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm being who I am with my personality, like, am I supposed to change that? Am I supposed to hold that back? So, you know, it's, I'm really glad that you came on and actually told everyone, like, it was part of your personality because that really did help to confirm you know it's who you are like you can't change that yes yes okay so um question number five you know we went through like you coming out and you actually you know like in the beginning term of it of actually trying to figure out who you are and so question number five i'm going to start going into like maybe a little bit more details okay 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 so question number five middle school to me personally to me middle school is a time of experimenting meaning you know first kisses first dates etc so did you have any experimenting with either boy or girl
1: i would say during middle school time i didn't really experience too much with other people or with relationships or love Because I was still confused and I didn't know where my life in that type of direction was going. And I mean, I did have one experience with a girl because of social norms. And because everyone else was doing it at that time, I felt like I had to do it. But I didn't really experience the full-on lovemaking and all that type of stuff.
0: But yeah. (laughs) Okay, so according, again, like how you just said, social norm, everyone in middle school was... What would you say? They were kissing, they were holding hands. They were were, full-on kissing. Okay, they were full-on kissing, which is what to you? Making love. Making love, okay. Okay, so this, you know, like stating social norms, like... You know, in middle school, you see a lot of, you know, kids experiment- experimenting, again, with first kisses, holding hands, you know, seeing what goes further than first kisses. Um, <laughs> so you said that you haven't experienced it, but you did try to go along with it just because every guy was getting with a girl. Every girl was getting with a guy and you didn't see for yourself a guy actually going with a guy or a girl going with a girl or, you know, just a guy going with both a girl and a guy. So. Um, this experimenting with a girl, how, like, how did it make you feel?
1: Very, very uncomfortable.
0: Okay, so, like, how did you experiment with her? Like, what did you do, if you don't mind us asking?
1: There was no physical, um, physical type of touching. Okay. But it was all, like, holding hands, um, going out together, and her laying on top of my lap and stuff but it was just really uncomfortable (laughs) it was not me (laughs) maybe that was just because middle school but still
0: okay well see at least you got to you know at least you put yourself out there getting out of your comfort zone to experience something else of you know I mean, that's the only way to grow, right, is to get out of your comfort zone and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, you know, you really did do that at a young age. Not a lot of people would try to do that at that age. Um, So it was a good thing for you to do that and actually see for yourself at that time that it wasn't for you. So that's really cool. Alright, oh, so question number seven. When and what made you come out of the closet, so they say.
1: It was March of twenty seventeen and I was at UH Manoa right before class. I think I was a junior. And my sister texted me right before class saying that my cousin has came out come out of the closet. And that whole entire time before class, it was eating up at me that I needed to say something about my big secret so it was about five hours after her telling me that I texted it out to my whole entire family social media and all of that saying that I was bisexual okay. so my cousin was my inspiration
0: Aw, thanks cousin we're not going to see who they are because we did not get their permission but we'll let you know so you can tune in. Okay? Alright, so... um, So you coming out... March of 2017, that makes it like 20, 20 years... Basically of you not being true to yourself. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> Doesn't that just make you sad? It makes me very sad. That's like 20 years of your life that you wasn't true to yourself. Yeah. And look at that. All you had to do was just come out with a big text and you you shouldn't do
1: (laughs) but i was scared so yeah
0: that's crazy so okay so yeah the way he came out was he had texted everyone in a mass text all like he had called me first and was like okay i'm gonna i'm about to tell you something so i'm like okay so he tells me you know that he's bisexual and i'm like okay well nothing's gonna change you're still you know the same old kiki Kiki is what we, his nickname for us. His real name's Kelly. Um, so, you know, like, you're the same old Kiki, like, nothing's gonna change. And so he built up the courage to get a mass text put together, explain to our entire family that he's coming out as bisexual and nothing has changed about him. And he really doesn't care, you know, like, how everyone was gonna be feeling about this. Um, and, you know, that's all he really had to do to be true to himself was (laughs) come out and say it even if it was through a text message.
1: I'm pretty sure people knew already.
0: Yeah. We definitely knew. But it's okay. (laughs) You come out on your own time. Yeah, exactly. And timing is everything. And when you're comfortable with that, you'll come out with pride and you'll come out strong enough. You'll come out strong for what you need to be strong for. Um, Jeez, that was 20 years. I'm sorry. I'm just so amazed that it's like 20 years of you not being treated yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay right. okay so question number nine did any reactions from friends families teachers etc did they did these reactions surprise you
1: at that moment of coming out I didn't really care about anyone's opinions because that was just me doing me and if anyone had an opinion about it a negative opinion then they'd be shut down in my mind and
0: yeah okay so it took you basically 20 years to build this strength to build this courage to come to this time and say you know i'm gonna be who i am and i'm not gonna give a rat's booty mm-hmm. who who cares like who comes into my life and minds it okay so that's actually you know it makes a lot of sense that it took you that long but um Too damn long. Well, Plenty. better late than never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so question number 10. How are your feelings from before you came out to now change?
1: I feel that I'm more open. I'm more bougie, more expressive of my emotions, and more adventurous. And what I mean by adventurous is before coming out, I was very shy and reserved, which I still am to today, but not as much. And I wouldn't be wanting to join any clubs or sports because I was just too shy. But now I just want to adventure out and meet new people and join more stuff and just be open in that type of way.
0: Okay. No, that's good. Okay. Um, No, but I do remember when you were younger how mom them would put us both in sports and you know watching your volleyball games
1: and yeah, I'll be stiff
0: <laughs> okay oh. but you don't know, like you can really tell like guarantee now if you were to play volleyball you would I
1: be spinning on the court yeah, with you'd be the booty spinning. out
0: yeah you'd be twerking and all that um but you know that yeah, I I could personally definitely see um a change from when you know before how you were shy until now you are very expressive now you do say what your heart wants to say so that is something that's very cool to see you know like a transformation for myself of how comfortable you are now with your with who you are um just curious just because this kind of came out in my head um these characteristics of being open bougie expressive adventurous why couldn't you do this before like why is that like is that not okay for someone to do that before
1: i feel like at that time i was insecure about people judging me and having a negative impact on myself um mentally emotionally physically So now I just feel like being more extra.
0: Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you know, like, I don't know. For me, it's like being a person who, you know, is attracted to a male. I could be open. I could be bougie. I could be expressive and adventurous. Um, But, you know, like you saying that you couldn't be those things before, you know, it kind of just made me think. But I can definitely see you being uncomfortable with it because... It's not a state of mind that people would, you know, be comfortable, comfortable. with as, you know, a bisexual, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of you, you know, personally not saying that everyone who is bisexual has to feel this way. But personally, for you, I can definitely see that and, you know, a growth within that. Um, OK, so, I mean, that completes like all of our questions. Yay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very um, happy that you actually came out and was comfortable um, you know, I know you were nervous to actually do this I was interview. I not comfortable
1: doing this interview,
0: but it's okay. <laughs> but you know, at least you know you came out and actually, you know, got out of your comfort zone. Yep. So, um, do you have a message or anything you like to give out to anyone?
1: The biggest message I have is things happen for a reason, and things happen at its own pace. So, if you're ready to come out, then come out. If not, take your time. And the world, would the universe, will all happen in its time. And be patient, live life to the fullest, be bougie, and bring the Beyonce Beyonce out of yourself.
0: (laughs) Okay, so everyone, that is my brother. So, thank you, Kelly, for being on our episode today and actually sharing that, you know, your story is unique everyone is different and i'm glad that you had come out on the show and actually you know explained yourself and kind of made a connection with everyone who you know may be bisexual or gay or lesbian you know lgbt oh and bisexuals aren't confused no
1: they have their specific likes and interests but sometimes it just don't work out that way
0: yeah what he said um (laughs) so you know it was an honor to hear your story and how brave you were to yourself um partial sheltering you know of your love and happiness for 20 years must have been very very hard and weighed a ton for you to hold on you know on the daily like going to school going to college you know hanging out with your friends and kind of just discovering who you were but yet not knowing and then you know building the courage to be true to who you are after 20 years like that's just it's Um, but realize that the day you came out you stated that you gave not one fuck about what anyone thought love. and that's really all it took for you to actually have true happiness and love like literally you just have to be true to yourself isn't that amazing Yeah, it took you 20 years to be true to just yourself
1: be true to yourself and you know also Beyonce helped a lot Beyonce thank you very much mama
0: So, I really love that. I mean, I'm just... I'm trying to emphasize that because that is something that can really help people. Be true to yourself. Be true to who you are. Love who you are because no one is going to be there for you but you, you know, at the end of the day. And that's an honest and true statement. And how you said being true to yourself takes time and patience. You know, it really does do that because... If you are following in a line with everyone else, you're not being true to who you are. You're being true to what the social norm wants you to do. You're being true to, you know, what that generation is all about at that time. And you doing this, you doing this really shows that patience is the key, you know, to happiness and being true to who you are. And everything happens when, you know, when it falls into place and it makes sense. So thank you again, Kelly um, for being on our show, and I really hope everyone enjoyed this personal episode of, you know, you coming out and being bisexual. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we're going to do a special shout out to his page, um, the Kelly E.C. Photography. If you want, you can go to his Instagram, E 824 which is K-E-A-L-I-I. 824 and in his bio he has his website for his photography and you know it's something that's you know he's being true to himself about and it kind of ties into who he is so i really hope you folks enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for next week's episode Bye. bye remember to tune into ps create channel and listen to our previous episodes and stay tuned for our next episode thanks everyone